Hey, this is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Alex from the Band Divisions. Phase 3 has been out a short while. How pleased are you with the response from media and fans? Actually, it's a pretty good response. We're, we're very surprised uh, how things are looking up for us at the moment. Uh, we don't know if the quarantine has something to do with it or uh, what happened, but uh, the album, uh, when it came out on May 8th, uh, was sold out everywhere <laughs> on day one. And, um, yeah, we're pretty pleased. Yeah, I'd say the album is the perfect remedy in these days of lockdown, isn't it? Which would you say is your favourite track on the album today and why? I love all the songs on the album. I know how cheesy that sounds because I'm the songwriter and everything. But uh, it's every song has its purpose. Uh, it was written for, for a reason and every song works for me. So um, there are days I like Firefly because of the energy then uh, there are other days where where I like uh, burning skies when everyone is talking about conspiracy theories and we have a take on that in this song so every song is a, has a different kind of story and every song is differently important on, on, on a different day you you actually can I actually can nail it down but if I had to die if I don't say it I would say it's firefly
I love Rising from Thunder. That song has such a statement of intent. Did you write that one? Yes. Uh, actually, I wrote all the songs except for Firefly. <laughs> Maybe that's why, why, why I like this one the most. Uh, and Rising from Thunder was actually meant as an homage because we, um, rec we received a review with the last album um, where a German metal magazine uh, who really don't know the kind of music we are doing um, said, well, when a band is called The Vicious and they're from Germany, they're supposed to do power metal. That's a stupid thing to say. So um, we, made, we made a song about it, told, told people, Look, if you want to use cliches, we use cliches. If we want to, if we want to sound hard, we we're gonna sound hard. But what we really want to do is the music that comes from the heart, and we want to entertain and we want to rock and roll. And that's a statement of the song. And um, but basically, it was never meant to be taken that serious. But when the record company, when they heard the song, they said, "Well, that's gonna be a single." We what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the story behind that song, man. So you have a new singer with the vicious. How has he settled in and how, are, how much are you pleased with his input? And I've watched a few of the videos and he's like a live wire, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a bundle of joy. Um, he's amazing. We, um, when we lost our singer on, on the last tour, um, we, we, we were looking for a new guy uh, through social media. We had like 200 demos to listen to. And he was the last one who, who applied. He actually... Uh, just watched the movie, um, the Motley Crue movie on Netflix the day before, and said, "Man, I, I got to be in a rock band." And uh, well, then that's that's how he uh, how he found us. He searched through Instagram, found us, and the things he said in his in his application were different than anything else. He looked good, but we didn't know how he would sound like. So he sent us a couple of songs. In one, he was uh, singing Queen stuff. Another one, he was singing Steelheart. Then uh, he was he was singing Guns N' Roses, so he was the, the full package. He, he could he, he has uh, three octaves where he can go to, and um, while he's extremely good looking, well not as good as, as we are, but <laughs> but yeah he's he's awesome. And then we met him, and I, I swear to God that's that's true. Uh, we were friends from the beginning. He's just so easy to, to work with. Uh, he's so easy to talk to, and and we just had fun from the from the first moment. And we had a couple of shows and a tour and a couple of big festivals last year with him when he had to sing all the old songs that weren't written for him probably a little bit too low for him and the record company said hey why don't you make this guy a new album and and bring it out in 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 april and we said <laughs> and when you when you know the schedule uh, how how fast you have to produce and when the album has to be mastered so it can be out in april um so at the time they told us about it, we had two months, <laughs> the album to record it. And we did that, and he did perfectly. He was awesome, he was he was a rock in the studio, and I think he gave our music the touch. Not that it was bad before, but it's fresher now, it's more energetic, energetic and we sound like a different band now, even when we still have our trademark. And of course, the album is really eye-catching as well, so is that your girlfriend on the cover? Yes, of course, of course, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a model from, from Poland. We actually had her on the first album, on the Never Say Never album. She, um, there are a couple of pictures of her on the album, and basically on the, on the new album we are telling the story um, how she comes out, out of the water when she was a little warrior lady in a, in a white dress, and 
we continue the story how she's coming out of the water inside of the booklet over over 16 pages and how she becomes from from that girl with the white dress in the water um, to the golden goddess on the cover and yeah she she was really happy about it and we definitely going to make uh, the fourth cover with her too because she's just so pretty <laughs> Are you planning to do live streams or anything like that? No, no, no. Uh, I think this is not the same. Um, uh, I applaud everyone who wants to do it, but, you know, playing live means means being communicating with the, with the fans, flirting with the fans, uh, getting their reaction, um, getting hyped by their reaction, giving them something back, they give something back to us, and in the end it's, 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 a, it's a big fucking party. Playing for our camera might be fun, but I think that's what music videos are for, and just to do something, uh, I've never been a fan, a fan for that. Um, you know, if if you want if you want to do something, do it right. And um, we we had a lot of offers to play um, these drive-in concerts, but uh, yeah, I don't really want to play for a car. Uh, you don't see the faces of the people. It's just not the same. And um, we we said we we leave the stage for others who probably need the money more right now than us. And uh, once it makes sense. Uh, once it's not dangerous for, for people, uh, we will be back on stage, and that will be sometime next year. The disease is causing havoc around the world. How will you be adapting? I mean, I don't know what it's like in Germany. All the festivals obviously have been closed down over here. It is going to be next year that you're looking at for live shows, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it just makes no sense, you know. A lot of bands are scheduling for October, uh, November, December. This is when, when they tell us the second wave is coming and they say it's uh, it's not a matter if it's coming, it's just a matter how hard it's going to hit us. So um, making plans right now and spending money on it seems like a very bad idea. On top of that, if there's just one person in the audience that, that gets infected and, and takes it home to his mom or, or his dad and, and someone dies directly or indirectly, it's just not worth it, you know? I know many people think it's just the flu or so many people dying anyways, but I don't want to be responsible for someone dying. And, and this is just, we, we're just making music and other people live. And, and, and living is more important than, than making music. And we can we can keep our, our feet still uh, for one year uh, because we have been the busiest band in Germany uh, by far. We played seven tours in, in two and a half years. We made three albums in two and a half years. So if we if we if we're taking a short break right now, that's completely fine. Which three bands, dead or alive, would be your ultimate touring buddies? Ah, oh, that's that's a very good question. That's a, I don't even know if I can answer that quick. Well, Queensrÿche definitely Queensrÿche, uh, even if it doesn't fit. Uh, Pink Cream '69 because they're from our our city, and we know them since we're children. And uh, I'm pretty sure they inspired all of us um, to be to become musicians. Okay, and for third band, third band, Kiss, before when Paul Stanley was still singing live. Can you tell me what has been the most memorable concert you've ever been to other than your own, and why? Oh, uh, uh, that goes far back, I guess. Um, concert, overall, uh, that's not going to help my street cred, but uh, 
that was actually Lionel Richie because he had probably the the best freaking musicians I've ever seen in my life. That was '92 uh, in Frankfurt. That that was amazing. But the best rock band I've ever seen live was Queensrÿche because um, Queensrÿche at the at their prime. I think there was nothing better, and there will never be anything else that that can top that. If you were stuck in quarantine for a year, which famous musicians would you choose to have with you? Nobody. Seriously. Um, I mean, if I if I could if I could choose someone. Uh, to hang out with, uh, it would probably probably be Augustin Nielsen from Wigwam, uh, because he's a good friend and, and, and he's just the kindest guy in the world. But uh, I would prefer a girl instead of a musician, if that's okay for an answer, because um, I'm I'm really set in my ways how how I want to make music, and other musicians are are too, and that's um, usually. Uh, potential for conflict if you if you have to be in quarantine for a whole year. But if I if if I had to choose one, it would be August and Nielsen definitely. What song from any band sums up how you're feeling today? If if I, if I can choose a song from from my own band, it, it it would be Firefly because I'm feeling energetic today. I I had a good work day in the studio. Uh, that that really that really would fit my mood right now. Um, if it was from from another band. Um, well, maybe Crazy Night by Kiss because we're going out tonight. The bars are open again. That's why we should buy Phase 3. I think because it is a very unique album for, for that kind of music. There's usually there's melodic rock, there's AOR, then, then there is um, melodic hard rock. But I think um, we managed to, to get, uh, we, we, at least we were attempting to, to make very heavy guitars and very melodic music. Like... Putting putting AOR and, and metal guitars together and, and, and make that a mashup. And I know in the in the 80s there were a couple of bands who were trying that. And but right now I think nobody is is doing it like like we are doing. And, and it it is an approach that's that's different for today. And I also think the album will be talked about in a couple of years and uh, and, and maybe beyond. And you should have it so you can talk with people about it. Festival or small intimate gig? Small intimate gig. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Bratwurst or beer? Both. Accept or Ramstein? Ramstein. Denim or leather? Denim. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? I'm just really pleased that that uh, I had the opportunity uh, to be on your show. And uh, I hope people check us out. I'm pretty sure they won't regret it. And uh, I hope you guys are going to get the bars open soon too. Um, keep your distance. <laughs> Wear a mask if you can. And drink a lot of beer. That's healthy. Hi, Hi this, this is Alex, Alex from Vicious. And you're listening, listening to, to the Map of God's Meltdown. Meltdown.